Hello friends! Wrapping up this week, we look at COP26 as world leaders travel from the G20 conference in Rome to Glasgow for the climate conference, which was supposed to be held in 2020 but postponed due to the COVID pandemic. This is arguably the most important milestone that we could potentially be reaching since the Paris Agreement in 2015, where world leaders agreed to keep global warming quote-unquote well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. It is anticipated that every country will be required to sign up to some sort of specific commitments, but it is foreseeable that there would be a lot of tension or disagreement over issues of money, funding, and also climate justice. On the one hand, you have developing countries who are less responsible for past emissions and tend to pollute less per head of population, but are very much still developing and so emission targets will be difficult to agree on, versus developed countries who have more diverse financial and social resources to fulfill their obligations to cut emissions. It is also foreseeable that there will be a battle over compensation for developing countries that are affected by climate change the most. It'll be very interesting to see um, the commitments that are made by the US and China, which will play a very determinative role on how effective agreements reached at Glasgow will be. So it'll be a very important time to keep an eye on the climate conference that is happening over next week. Secondly, we move on to a person that we found inspiring this week. And I've been reading a lot about Sunni Lee, the gymnast who represented the United States at the Tokyo Olympics and who is crowned the all-round champion and also the bronze medalist for the uneven bars event. I've been learning a lot about Sunny's life story based on a documentary uh, which followed her gymnastics career from a wooden balance beam that her father built in the backyard of her house. And I believe that her victory has an impact that extends far beyond any sport or country alone because it signifies representation that encourages and inspires so many of us. And more importantly, I was really inspired by her resilience and also her emotional intelligence. While training for her first Olympics, which was unexpectedly postponed for a year, she has also been caring for her recently paralyzed father and also grieving from the passing of her aunt and uncle due to COVID. Additionally, she had been suffering from a broken foot that arguably jeopardized her career as an athlete significantly. Not to forget, this was also the period where struggling with a national surge in anti-Asian violence um, as a result of the COVID pandemic. And I was just so humbled by the fact that she has been able to experience all of these obstacles and still performed as she did at the Olympics. So Sunny Lee would be someone who inspired me this week. Finally, a story to talk about over coffee. It would have to be Facebook not being Facebook anymore. They recently announced that they're changing their name to Meta in order to align the company with its ambitions to build the metaverse. This announcement comes as a shock to a lot, including myself, and is also quite controversial. There have been several claims of the Facebook's new logo bearing significant similarities to the Australian broadcasting company ABC. 
and how Facebook responds to these claims will be something that we can keep an eye on. But what I found very interesting is the idea of the metaverse, which has been brought to public attention as a result of Facebook's commitment to it, but also due to the commitment of a, a lot of other tech companies. The metaverse is basically something that does not exist as of now. The idea of an extended reality as a combination of augmented virtual and mixed reality. And it is believed that if the concept can be actualized, it would have a transformative effect on society at large and also specifically for social and business engagements. What this means is that the metaverse, if it is to happen, must have the ability for companies and individuals to participate in everyday economic and business activity in the same way as we do today. In the upcoming weeks and months, I think a lot of questions will be raised as to what development of the metaverse will mean for privacy and how it can be regulated, how harmful content in environments can be mitigated, and how individuals can be protected from it. If the metaverse is to come to fruition, we can anticipate that it would transform consumer and business behavior fundamentally. And although it is still in the early phases of development, it is believed that there will be a huge opportunity right now in order to lay down the fundamental values and core principles that we want to abide by in order for this development to be sustainable. So that is the wrap for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'll see you soon.